Welcome all to another episode of All Things Adventures in Odyssey. I'm your host, Clint Brahms, and today we'll be discussing episode 926, Set a Watchman. Now, it took me a moment to figure out why exactly this episode felt so different than the others, and the reason is that this story is from Zoe's point of view. Whereas the others, Olivia was the main character, in this one, while the arc is still about Olivia, we're seeing it through Zoe's eyes. And obviously, right off the bat, we wonder who she's writing to. And I absolutely love that they bring back Camp Whatanut. It was gone for a long, long, long time. And then a few years ago, Marshall Younger brought it back in between Camp and a Hard Place. And I believe we have not seen it since then. That was maybe five years ago? Probably even less than that. But great to hear from it again. The Wildcat Joe running jokes are very good. And Connie is kind of the authority that we see in charge. She's probably not in charge of the entire camp, but she is the authority figure that we deal with all throughout this episode. In her conversation with Zoe, she points out that we can't force something to be impactful spiritually, or really even in any other way. Things often occur organically, and we can't force things like that to happen. Zoe uses some great verbal gymnastics to try to get an answer out of Connie about what she should do for Olivia. We obviously know she's talking about Olivia. That is a very funny touch. And we get Olivia and Zoe again in a conversation. Olivia is being very brusque with Zoe. That is a holdover from the conflict and the climax of last episode, Triple Decker Sunday. Zoe says that she was on the bus next to Maisie Andrews, I believe. This is the Maisie that we see in Rewinding the Big Picture and Millstones. I believe she's only been in those two episodes, and I wonder if there are any plans to use her. Again, this episode came out about two years ago, and she's only been in those two episodes over a period of, again, five years, somewhere around there. So it's unlikely that she'll make any lasting appearance, but she's been referenced in the show for quite a while now. Interesting. Olivia, we find out, rode here with definitely her mom. It doesn't sound like her dad. I know Marshall Younger talked about wanting to do an episode that was that car trip to Camp Wadena, and I believe he would have included David Parker in that episode. That is something I want to point out about this arc, and I wish and I understand the reasons that they've given for why it couldn't happen. They just switched out actors for David Parker. Probably a good decision to not throw a brand new actor into this that requires so much history and background, such as we see between Olivia and Ava. But I do wish we had seen the father figure in these stories. That would have been very helpful. It's one thing that this is lacking. And again, I understand their reasons. It's just an unfortunate reality that I believe this arc would have been better. It's already great, but I believe it would have been even better if we had had that father figure in David Parker present in at least some of these episodes. It's clear that Olivia is not on great terms with Zoe. She does not want to be on the same team. And then we get her blatantly disobeying Connie's instructions not to go to the cabins before checking in. We know that she knows it. She signals that she knows exactly what the rules are, but she disobeys them anyway. Again, we are seeing a downward spiral for Olivia here. Only this time we are seeing it from the outside through Zoe's eyes. Or maybe hearing it through her ears? I don't know. 
The next time Zoe and Olivia talk, they sound a little closer, a little warmer. They're back on the road to being friends again. Connie comes to check on the plans that they made for their snow fort, and as soon as she brings up a firm foundation, I knew that was going to play a part in the episode. I didn't know what. We're not left in suspense because in the very next scene, Zoe comes to talk to Connie and gives her the idea to teach a Bible study on firm foundations because Wildcat Joe is indisposed. Olivia leaving during chapel, that's wow. Again, maybe you could view it as a small thing, but that seems like a pretty big deal to me. And obviously it does to Zoe as well. She confronts Olivia about it. Olivia's just drop it. That is great delivery right there. And we get some more narration. This episode, as I briefly alluded to at the beginning of this podcast, is narrated. And I think the reason for that decision was just to reinforce that this episode is coming from Zoe's point of view. I think we would probably get that anyway, because we obviously get several scenes that are just Zoe and other people. I think, and I'd have to double check, but... It sounds right that she is in every scene in this episode, while Olivia is not. So we would have probably gotten it otherwise, but the narration helps to set that up right from the very beginning. The scene where Zoe accidentally cuts herself, that is great. Great tension, great acting, her voice shaking, crying. Did you cut yourself? No, yes. All of that is fantastic, just fantastic. I guessed that Zoe was fasting, and that was an interesting choice to bring in in these episodes, but I think a good one. Fasting is not mentioned a lot in Odyssey, and so when it was brought up here, it really struck home with me. I really, really like that. There were some people that I talked to that felt like that was kind of random and unnecessary. I really, really like that choice. Maybe that's just me, but I enjoyed it. So even if it was just for me, thanks, Abigail Geiger. Olivia is very defensive. She twists the idea of spiritual things. She calls fasting starving yourself. She sounds a lot like Leonid, and I wouldn't be surprised if she is recycling some of his words and terms and ideas, manipulative ideas of what Christianity truly entails. Now I have to pause just for a moment and acknowledge that they refer to Connie's Bible study as preaching. Yeah, that's not great. I'm going to hope that's maybe just an unfortunate term that slipped through the cracks. It's great that Pastor Knox gave Connie a heads up on what was going on with Olivia. And Zoe and Connie's conversation is really great. I don't think Linda, the friend that Connie refers to in this episode, I don't think that Linda was ever on the show. And I wonder why they decided against using someone who had, it seems, that they could have used Cheryl for this. And it would have been a name that we recognized, at least longtime fans would recognize. However, that would take away some from very pivotal episodes back in the early days. So I can see why perhaps they made that decision. Losing friends when they walk away from God is a hard thing, and I appreciate that they bring that out in this episode. That really is one of the pivotal points of this episode. This episode was intended, I believe, for those who are watching a friend or loved one drift, and I think it does a good job of capturing the emotion that one feels in those situations. Now, the watchman referenced in the book of Ezekiel refers to the man of God, the pastor, so it's not a great comparison here. However, I see the point they're going for, that we can only do so much and we can't control the actions of others. I see what they're doing and the end result, the end point that they come to is correct. Finally, we come to the last bit of narration. The music underneath it is just great. There's a chord that John Campbell keeps returning to that just really uh, adds a somber feel to these episodes. It's just great. And we end with Zoe and Olivia's friendship on the rocks. I had figured that she was praying this narration, 
I'm still a little bit confused as to why she's typing it out and why it's saved as a reveal at the end, but it's okay. And then finally we get the closing music and John Campbell incorporates the principal distinguishing note from the chord I mentioned earlier into the Odyssey theme. It has a very cold and icy sound and we finish on that and it is amazing. Great, great job. This was written by Abigail Geiger. It is the only one of these six episodes that was not written by Marshall Younger. She does a great job with this one. I believe the reason she wrote this is because she had a similar experience to Connie and the team felt like it was a good idea to take one of these six episodes and devote it to how a friend would feel watching someone they care about struggle and start to drift away from God. Great, great episode. Really enjoyed it. We are halfway through our examination of the Olivia arc. We will continue next time with Worth It. I hope you'll join me, and until then, I'm looking forward to the adventure. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.